views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody. Can you believe how gorgeous this morning, this Monday morning has been? I was driving into town early, and uh, now that we're off of daylight savings time and had to take a quick leap into legislated darkness, shall we say, I found that I'm still adjusting, but this morning to have the sun come up on my way into town about 640, oh my word, there's something about the angle of sunlight. You know, the angle of sunlight because of the of the angle of the earth in its relation to sun when it's going around um, its yearly rotation, that every season has a different kind of, I guess, emphasis of the prism. And I am telling you this morning, the sunlight was just staggeringly beautiful this morning. And so in I went, and I uh, got a chance to interview Mayor Ronnie and get ready for the week and get ready for the paper. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about my Thanksgiving. And I do want to let you know that we're going to have a guest at the bottom of the hour. Jerome Malone is going to be here. And Jerome and and Tiffany are going to be the parade commentators for the Christmas parade, which is going to be coming up on Thursday. We'll be talking about that. Um, We have two very fun articles that are going to be on the front of Athens now. And... um, I had the Holtz on. They did just beautifully, Mike and Jan, last week. And I'm hoping that next week, John David Crow, who is pastoring at Friendship Church at Cambridge, I'm hoping to be able to have him on. But those are going to be the two front cover articles. But I want to tell you about my Thanksgiving. You know, I am the kind of person that would love to have the Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving, probably more than your average bear. And that has not been the case for us for several years. And so the holidays, for me, are a real challenging time. And I don't want to belabor the point, but we have had to, over the years, find ways to reach out to others and to draw them into our table on on Thanksgiving and find a way to just be thankful even though there feels like there are some holes in your heart. And I'm not going to go into all the reasons for that, but I know that there are many people in this listening audience that go through the same thing. They don't have the Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving. They're estranged from various family members or the thought of having to be at the same table with a family member is extremely challenging. We choose to push through and celebrate anyway, but the holidays are not always easy. And the first thing that I want to say is, if that's the case for you and you're struggling, please reach out and get some help. The holidays are wonderful and glorious, and they are full of promise, and they are full of things to celebrate and for which to be grateful, but sometimes you need a little help in getting to that grateful place and getting to that celebratory place. And so I just want to say 
that as someone who at times has really struggled at the holidays. <laughs> I was talking to somebody and <laughs> we were laughing about the fact that, you know, there are some years when we would just prefer to be sedated from August 3rd, or excuse me, October 31st to Jan- <laughs> to January 1st. But that's not exactly how things are supposed to go. But you do need to reach out. You do need to reach out and think about somebody besides yourself. And you do need to find ways to put on the garment of praise if you're dealing with a spirit of heaviness. So you're not alone. And um, there are churches and counselors and organizations and Facebook groups and all kinds of places that you can go to get strength. You can get strength on your knees. You can get strength reaching out to folks who are going through something worse than you. And if I may remind you of this, there's always somebody who is going through something that's worse than what you're facing down. And somebody who has already gone through a more horrific family situation or abuse situation or broken-hearted situation or whatever it is, there is <laughs> there's always somebody who could use you getting your eyes off of your own pain and reaching out and being someone who is a source of strength. And it's amazing how, when you do that, you actually end up feeling better yourself. And that is a documented thing. It's a brain science thing. Speaking of brain science, and I really am, I'm hopping all around here and I know I am, but I will bring it all home, I promise. I'm I'm going to be having the great pleasure once again of attending a conference that is sponsored by Dr. Caroline Leaf. And she is a cognitive neuroscientist that has given me an appreciation for being fearfully and wonderfully made that I um, never had until I was in Iraq. First became aware of her work in 2005 and I have found that her research, the things that she's found and the community of people from all walks of life that have determined that what they want to do is Grow, the, grow a new brain and become their best self and learn how to forgive completely and walk in their purpose and the fullness of that for which they were created. That community comes from all over the world, quite frankly, to be together and to study. And she has, uh, Dr. Leaf has amassed a number of experts in their field, names that you would recognize. And I am excited about going and learning and growing and being challenged and being encouraged. (laughs) And my B&I group has said, okay, you don't get to do the education moment for about six months because whenever I go to these, I always come back on fire as it pertains to brain science because it's just such an amazing topic for me. So that's what's going to be coming up. And speaking of BNI, if you are looking to grow your business, come hang with us tomorrow morning beginning around 7.30. You get a breakfast, you get to hang with people in um, of the Limestone Leaders chapter of Business Networking International. We're a crew of folks that helps each other out with referral partners and business building. And if that sounds like something that you want to check out, come see us tomorrow morning. We would be glad to have you. So 
my Thanksgiving this year was most interesting in that we had someone at our table who desperately needed shelter. And it made me thankful for always being able to go home and know that there is shelter and that there's running water and that there's food and that there's uh, power and warmth and that I don't have to worry about my very survival. And what I did do, one of the things on Thursday morning, was I ran and walked in the 28th annual Turkey Trot 5K, which was held on the campus of University of Alabama Huntsville. And the the, um, benefiting organization was Crisis Services of North Alabama. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you about that adventure. I got beat by somebody who was 81 years old, a woman, you guys. I'll tell you about that when I come back. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. I'm Allie Turner, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Marin Services and WKAC1080.com. You know, I think some foods are just destined to bring back memories, and I think barbecue is just one of those kind of foods. The smell of the hickory fire, the smoke that gets in your clothes, the sizzling of the meat on the pits, it all starts coming back with memories of childhood, home, family, and tradition. Hey, this is Mark again out at Quits Barbecue, and I am inviting you today to drop by any of our stores in North Alabama and Southern Tennessee. Start creating some of those memories for yourself. You know, we've been around since 1966, and we've got enough memories to write several books. I want you to come by and be a part of that. Our whole shoulder barbecue, ribs, chicken, beef, turkey, it cooks on a real masonry pit as it was designed by our daddy Floyd Whitt. And it doesn't plug into anything. No electricity. We still do it the old-fashioned hard way, turning the meat by hand, shoving real-life hickory coals, and we love it. And I want you to love it, too, so drop by and start creating some of those memories for yourself at Whip's Barbecue. Come by and see us. It's not just Santa who's coming to town. It's also your in-laws and their cousins. So time for some gifts from the Home Depot. From doorbell cameras to intelligent thermostats, you'll look smart and save big on the latest smart home gifts. Does your father-in-law like to fix things around the house? Put him to work with a DeWalt 20-volt, two-battery starter kit. Buy one, get one free. That should keep him busy. No matter who comes to town this year, make the holidays yours with savings on tools and gifts store-wide from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? 
Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And if you are just joining us, I am about to tell you about how my ego took a beating on Thanksgiving morning because I got beat in a 5K by an 81-year-old woman. Now, I'll explain. I think that if I had really stretched out my stride for the last few yards of the race... I think I probably could have beat her, but I made a calculated decision, and that was I knew I had to go home and cook, and I knew that I hadn't trained for this 5K the way I normally do, and I I did okay, but I just thought, you know, if I really try and and beat her, I'm going to pay for it. So I decided to finish a few seconds after her, and in terms of statistics, there were well over 1,200 people at this race, and I came in at number 799, which is a very decent, statistically, that is a very decent show. I did not place, but I was real happy with how the race went. But there were two things about this race. One of the most fun things about doing 5Ks is you always meet the coolest people. And I always just know that the Lord's going to provide a cool running person or family or something. So this is what happened on my Thanksgiving morning. I was pacing myself and I was noticing that there was this small tribe of people that were involved in doing the 5K. And they um, they had very, seemingly a very elderly man and um, not real strong. So the grandkids were kind of helping him out. And um, his wife of 63 years by the name of Mary and spry little thing. I mean, just she went, that's what I want to be like when I grow up. And she was just moving right along. She'd walk for a while and run for a while and walk for a while and run for a while. And she set a very good pace. We had the most marvelous discussion about family and um, she she was a sister in Christ. She was just delightful. She hugged me tight and um, she, she genuinely made my day. Now, the other person... If you can imagine this, y'all, I was behind this young woman, and I'm thinking she was probably mm, in her 30s, and I am looking at what looks like somebody running in a three-quarter length mink coat. Mink, M-I-N-K, mink, totally politically incorrect, gorgeous mink coat, and I'm thinking, surely not. It's it's a, a, a excellent reproduction, but I got close enough to her to see that it was the real deal. And so she was a complete hoot. She lives in Brooklyn. She came down 
to um, run in the 5K and join her family. Her brother is a he's a lieutenant colonel in the army, works in defense these days. Long story short, we got a chance to to chat afterwards. She came down for Thanksgiving. She. She wore the mink coat just to kind of drive her her brother crazy. And I said, I'm just so glad that you didn't get tagged. You know, in, in some places, if you were going to do something like that, people could take out a, a uh, can of paint and spray you. I was so glad that that didn't happen. And I looked at her brother and he said, you're forgetting where we are. It's like, no, that probably won't be happening in Huntsville, Alabama or Athens, Alabama. But she was completely delightful and I found out that he had been in Iraq when I was in Iraq and he had served in what was called the Sunni Triangle. Some people referred to it as the the Triangle of Death which was north of me, it was north of Baghdad and so glad to be able to thank a vet. You know, I always try to, I always keep an eye out for hats that, that indicate where people have served and this guy was when in his running gear and so glad to be able to give my thanks on Thanksgiving. So went home, made turkey, had a lovely day and um, getting ready to just hit the ground running and getting rex- ready for our next adventure. But I want to tell you about a truly lovely woman that I met about a month ago. I was at a conference in St. Louis that was the conference, you know, I have two businesses. I have Athens Now, and I also work for a company that has found a way to put fruits and vegetables in a capsule, salad bar in a in a capsule, basically. And here is what happened, and this my, the point of what I'm talking about is what happens when you're willing to just reach out, maybe even to a stranger. So here's this is what was going on. It was the Friday night of the conference, and they always have a time of recognition. And I was not, for some reason, and I think it was a divine purpose, I was not sitting with my team. And I came and I sat down next to a woman. Um, I had the very last seat on this particular row. And I just greeted her, and, and the um, the session began. And... There was a woman who is another one of those 81-year-olds that I want to be like when I grew up, and her name is Harriet Sulser. Harriet Sulser is a lovely, again, sprightly woman of God that is just ageless, and she's one of my heroes, and here's why. She um, grew up, became a believer, became an outstanding Bible study teacher. She and her husband uh, were youth ministers they they used to just pour their souls out and for reasons that i think probably only god completely understands her husband left her for close to 15 years and she was in a position of having to support their children on her own she never chose to turn terminate her marriage and um because of our other business she was able to make enough money to support her family. And long story short, well, this is an important part. She, when they would go camping, when they were very young, there was this particular place where they would go camping. And it was just gorgeous. They did a lot of camping. And he, his name was Lou, he had said that one day they should build property there when they were older. 
And in her youthful exclamation, she said, promise me, promise me that that's what we will do. And he promised. Well, he left. Sometimes our hearts can break. Sometimes broken promises can be broken. He left for 15 years. And then he came back. And it ended up being that they had cancer, that he had cancer, excuse me, and the whole family walked him through, and Promise Point had been purchased and built, and he died there. And her story of unconditional love and unfailing faith, even though she went through hell, is something that has inspired my life deeply in the last several years that I've known Harriet personally. Well, it just so happened that the founder of the Juice Plus Company, Jay Martin, has an award that he gives out every year to people who personify the values of the of the company and have really provided a great deal of inspiration. And the Founders Award is handed out every year at the fall award ceremony of the company. And Harriet was the recipient this year. So I'm sitting next to a woman that I've never met before. And I leaned over and I gave her the very abbreviated version of the story. And she had this, I don't, it it was just a strange look on her face. I, I don't know how to describe it, except that I knew that what I was saying had landed on something. And she looked at me and she said, he was gone for 15 years? And I said, yeah. And she said, mine was gone for 14 years. And we did the same thing. And he died of cancer, and we walked him through it. And so I showed her on Amazon Harriet's book, which is called Promise Point. And this woman took a big risk with me. And she said, and you know what? Sometimes I really struggle with depression. And I said, well, you know what? You're in good company. Behind all of these smiles that are genuine, this room is full of people who have either been in pain or are in pain, and their smiles are real. But you are in a safe place. If you're struggling, you are in a safe place. We can't fix anything, but we know what it's like to be there, and we will lock arms with you, and we will walk forward. Well, I had no idea that she was about to receive an award herself. And the next thing I knew, she was walking the stage having um, received a a title award. She had worked up to another um, position in the company. But here was the best part. She came across the stage. She walked down the stage. I mean, walked down the steps of the stage, and she walked straight up to Harriet and basically introduced herself and told Harriet about her own story. And so those two got a chance to meet on a level of struggle and triumph that I know I've never had to encounter. And they are fellow travelers now. And what I'm getting at is this. You never know who you're sitting next to, and you never know what they need. And you need to follow the nudge. If you're feeling the nudge to give a hug or give a story, do it. Because it can make a difference in somebody's life. So here's what happened. This morning I was doing my devotional. And all of a sudden, my friend, whose name is Linda, came to mind. And I I shot off a quick text in the middle of my devotional. And said, you know, I was really thinking about you this morning. And I wanted to make sure 
that you're doing okay. And with your permission, I want to tell your story on the radio show. And if you want to listen, you're welcome to. So she is. And you have no idea what that means to me to be able to know that somebody's out there listening to stories and finds that what you have to say might be of just a little bit of value. And speaking of value, Jerome Malone is in the house and we are going to talk about the Christmas parade when we come back from Yellowhammer News. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight. And we'll be back in about five minutos. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. Jiffy Food Store number 2 on Highway 31 reminds you that the fall and holiday winter season's just upon us. Time to start thinking about your big holiday or tailgating event. Let Jiffy number 2 help. No event is too big or too small. From a group of five to hundreds more, Jiffy Food Store number 2 has it all. It starts with bigger choices of better ingredients and better food. Now you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays, desserts, and our famous in-house Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store Number 2 at 232-6339 and ask for Yogi and place your order in advance and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store Number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. A Rhodes Scholar from Alabama. This is YHN News. I'm Jay Holland. Nicholas Hayes, a student at the University of Alabama, earned the most prestigious academic award for American college graduates and the oldest award for international study. Hayes, a senior from Memphis, Tennessee, was selected as one of 32 Americans to receive a Rhodes Scholarship and will study at the University of Oxford in the United Kingdom. Tuscaloosa police were surprised to learn that one of the streets near police headquarters is being renamed in honor of investigator Dornell Cousette. WBRC reports Officer Cousette died in the line of duty in 2019 while trying to arrest a suspect. Last Tuesday, some officers noticed crews putting up new street signs. Those signs now read, Investigator Dornell Cousette Street. 
A federal judge rules Congress has exceeded its power. YHN Scott Chambers has more. A federal judge has blocked the U.S. Treasury from enforcing a provision of the American Rescue Plan that prohibited states from using the pandemic relief funds to offset new tax cuts. U.S. District Judge L. Scott Kugler ruled Monday that Congress exceeded its power under the Constitution in putting the so-called tax mandate on states. For YHN News, I'm Scott Chambers. Firefighters have gotten the forest fires in the Talladega National Forest 90% contained, according to the latest report from the National Forest Service. The fires burned an estimated 389 acres near Duck Nest and 753 acres near Fall Branch. Tammy Freeman Brown, a public affairs officer for the USDA Forest Service, says that as of Saturday, all trails in the Talladega National Forest near Cheehaw State Park and its wilderness area are back open. For YHN News, I'm Jay Holland. Whether I am in Margaritaville enjoying a cheeseburger in paradise or cruising around on the Gulf of Mexico, I always make sure to vote. I am Jimmy Buffett, and I want to encourage you, too, to become a registered voter and to obtain a photo ID so you can have your voice heard and your vote count just like me. It is 5 o'clock somewhere, but fortunately, you have from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. to get to the polls and exercise your right to vote. Keep making a difference for Alabama. Tis the season for counting blessings, giving thanks, celebrating the holidays, and welcoming the new year. Here in Alabama, we're blessed with our wonderful Alabama State Parks. All 21 parks are open year-round for healthy recreation and renewal. Enjoy them yourself and enjoy them with family and friends. Please consider sharing your blessings this season by supporting your Alabama State Parks by donating at asparksfoundation.org. Good Monday morning, everyone. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Temperatures are chilly as you head out the door. In fact, we're only in the 30s in most spots. Plenty of sunshine expected today. Wind will stay out of the north and west, and that will limit our warming a bit. High temperature, just 53 degrees. Don't worry, this is the coldest day of the work and school week. Overnight, partly cloudy, low temperature of 36 degrees. High of 63 on Tuesday, sunny skies. 40 degrees Tuesday night, 64 on Wednesday. Wednesday, 69 degrees by Thursday. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Meteorologist Eric Burke, and that's our forecast on WKAC. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. I have the great pleasure of having my friend, my brother, feels like a son from another mother, another father, something or other, Jerome (laughs) Malone is back in the house. All right, all right. Good to be back in the house. (laughs) Good to have you back in the house. Yes, ma'am. And the reason why Jerome is here is he is going to be, he and and the lovely, and I do mean lovely. Lovely. Within and without the lovely Tiffany Malone of more than 20 years. No? Mm -hmm. Or is it just straight up 20? Well, I mean, it's more than 20 because we're working on 21. Okay. And, but you guys just celebrated your anniversary and got to go to the Dominican Republic yeah, and that have was a cool. yeah, 
and have like a real live thing. Anyway, <laughs> Tiff Tiff is my darling, and um, we walk on Saturday mornings. Every possible Saturday morning that we can, we walk around. They are my neighbors, and I sent Tiff a text after we walked and just said, you know what, Tiffy? Just knowing that you're my neighbor makes me feel safe inside, and that's God's <laughs> honest truth. I love your wife. She's good, good people. Okay. She is. So... Tiff and Jerome, for those of you that don't know, they pastor at Oasis Worship Center. And is this the second year that you're doing parade commentary, or is it the third? This is the second year. Second year. Okay. Uh-huh. So here's what's here's what's kind of these guys do a lot of music and do for all kinds of civic situations, religious situations, stuff on the courthouse steps. Stuff out in the fields, all kind of stuff. <laughs> and we are extremely thankful that we get to live in a place to where if you actually sing a Christmas carol that what mentions Jesus mm-hmm. on the on the courthouse steps, you don't have to worry in Athens, Alabama, that somebody's <laughs> going to come and arrest you. We're so blessed. Yes, we are. We are and, blessed. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I think I've told you this before. Years ago, when we still lived in Seattle... Um, I was working at the Sheraton, and Seattle, uh, you know, kind of went real far left of center real early on. And there was actually a county commissioner. So just consider the equivalent of Colin Daly, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy was African-American, politically Mm -hmm. correct, you know, and... And there is a political correctness, and then there's, like, political correctness on steroids. Okay, we're talking steroids. This is almost 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. and he actually issued a memo to the employees of King County. So just imagine Colin Daly doing this in Limestone County. Mm -hmm. That forbade them from wishing people Merry Christmas because it might offend. Oh, wow. Yeah. That memo went out to all... 30 years ago? Yeah. This is 30 years ago. Yeah. Couldn't wish people Merry Christmas Mm. because they might be offended. Yeah. And at that point, I remember when that happened, and um, I... We used to spend... um, what used to happen years ago, like when I was little kid, like 60 years plus ago, what would happen would be mm-hmm. nobody put any Thanksgiving or they wouldn't put any Christmas decorations out until the day after Thanksgiving. Right. And that was just the way that it was. You were tacky. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just saying yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. You were tacky if you put <laughs> Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what would happen would be everybody would full on celebrate Thanksgiving and then the major department stores in downtown Seattle would spend all night putting decorations up and then people would go to the stores. Mm -hmm. It wasn't called Black Friday then, but that was what kicked off the official Christmas um, holiday. Mm -hmm. And you would go and see the, the stores. And I am telling you, every single one of the major department stores had a nativity scene. It yeah. was just considered part of the thing. There were nativity scenes in the department stores, and they were beautiful. They were different, yeah. all kinds, and they were always there. Mm-hmm. Well, when this particular memo went out, mm-hmm, here's truly decided to do kind of a little bit of recon. Mm-hmm. I went all throughout the city of Seattle in the downtown core. Yeah. There was not 
one really? nativity scene to be found wow. anywhere. And this is close to 30 mm. years ago. I know. So we're going to kick off this discussion <laughs> of the parade with regard to how blessed we are that we get to totally celebrate that season in the public square right. without being afraid that somebody's going to go, uh-uh. I wonder if we take it for granted. I think, personally, I think it's possible that people in Athens do mm-hmm. because they've they've never had it challenged. Now, I did I did a publisher's point mm-hmm. a couple years ago about this. This was one of the best workarounds I have ever heard. There was some town. I I'm, I'm thinking it was in Kentucky. It was kind of a surprise because it would have been like more of what you would have thought of as being a, a Bible Belt state. Mm-hmm. But they they passed an ordinance that none of the this was prior to COVID. So I'm guessing it was 2019, Christmas mm-hmm. of 2019. They passed an ordinance in this particular town that nobody could have, nor sto- no store person of it could have a nativity scene in their window. Same wow. kind of crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so there were these people who thought, oh, we ain't having it. Right. They got their truck out, mm-hmm, and they built a nativity scene in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they spent, they were retired, and they spent the entire month driving around the city. It was a county seat like ours, so it was, yeah. you know, things were all around a, a, a courthouse square kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And they would drive around the city, and they would park their truck in a public parking spot wow. that had like the two hour thing, you know, yeah. and they were respectful. They didn't harass anybody, <laughs> but they took their two hours yeah. and then they backed out and they went and really? they found another one. Yes, sir. Wow. And they spent the entire month driving around and parking and see, everybody was backing them. Right. The, the people, yeah. yeah, people were back and sure. it was like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. And so what happened was they empowered other folk to go, you know what? This is lame. We're not doing this. And so people began to find ways to break the ordinance. Like, like you couldn't, it was like in the window, but nobody ever said anything about it being like on the sidewalk. But the sidewalk had to be within so many feet of the thing. So that's what ended up happening was, okay, we'll obey. We won't put it in the window, but we're putting it in front of the street. So so nativity scenes started (laughs) showing up all over in this particular town. These folks started a movement. They kept their truck parked and going all over town. And I am just glad that we do not have, have to do, to do that, that. Yeah. in it's Athens, Alabama. Yeah. It's so tell us about the the what what year do you know off the top of your head what what year of I mean it's got to be the Christmas parade. The Christmas parade. I mean it's decades long. I don't know it goes back as far back as I can remember. Yeah. And I'm And you're from here. I'm way up in my 40s, you know. Yeah, what I'm old way up. You're nothing but a child, <laughs> I'm telling you. But yeah, I mean it's been around since forever. Yeah. And it is a Wonderful. It's it's. I won't be here. I'm sorry. Don't be a hater. Uh, I know. I'm going to be. Are you a true Athenian? I am a true Athenian. Okay. And I, just, but checking, just don't be just a checking. hater that I'm going to be in Dallas. It's for a conference. I'm sorry. You know, growing up, it was two things I really looked forward to. Okay. That was the Fourth of July fireworks. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, and then the Christmas parade. Yeah. You know. So. And and our Christmas parade is a big deal. It is. I mean. We don't have Bush League floats. Right. 
we That's have deal. we have really cool floats. Yeah. We have beautifully designed. I mean, I'm not saying that it's like the tournament of roses, but the whole thing is yeah. these are really top drawer floats. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's you a good grew, time. you grew up. Where would did you have a place that was like your fave place to stand when you were a kid? Uh, we would always go around the um, hometown grocery area. Uh-huh. Uh, so we would be there. That's towards the end of the parade. Right. And uh, it was closer to where we lived. And so our mom would take us and, and, and we'd set up over there and just enjoy the enjoy mm-hmm. the times, you know. I used to love to see the little the clowns and the go karts and the little um, motorcycles yeah. and all of that kind of stuff and the horses. Uh, it was a good time. Okay, so we're going to take a break and we're going to hear more about that good time when we come back on the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. All right, this is Allie Turner. Jerome Malone is in the house, and we will be right back. All right. You know you can hear WKAC on the radio, on your computer, and on your smartphone, but now here's another way. Okay, Google, play WKAC. Playing WKAC. That's right. If you're the proud owner of a Google Home device, you can hear your favorite oldies on WKAC via the TuneIn Radio app. And it's absolutely free. Just say, OK, Google, play WKAC and listen to all our great programming in crystal clear quality day or night. It's just another way to serve our listeners from WKAC1080.com and 1080 WKAC. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 256-274-8530 Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. I've been having so much fun talking with my dear friend, Jerome Malone. And we have been talking about this year's Christmas parade, which is going to be held... This Thursday... Um, at 6 p.m. Um, and the location going from Athens Middle School mm-hmm. down to Athens Library mm-hmm. and in, in that area. Okay, so, so the theme for this year is I'll Be Home for Christmas. Right. Which, if you don't, I mean, a lot of our listening audiences of the the demographic and the age group that understands that that particular song mm-hmm. was written during World War II. Hmm. It was a soldier song. Okay. And the and the last oh, part I didn't of know it. That. Yeah, yeah. You're youngsters. You yeah. don't know nothing anymore. Right. I'm telling just, you, you need oldsters like just, me. We just we just experienced the good. We don't know where it came yeah. from. Yeah. Well, 
the 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 difficult line in that song is the last one. He talks about I'll be home for Christmas, you can count on me. Mm-hmm. But then the very last part is I'll be home for Christmas if only in my wow. dreams. I never and, even thought about it. Yeah, it was it's a soldier carol basically. It's wow. a yeah, it's a soldier song and it was during the worst of the European campaign of World War II. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was... Nazis looked like they were going to win, and people were freezing, you know, on, in the European theater. It was a tough, tough time. Right. And that song was written then. So when I found out that they were going to use that for this year's theme, I thought, okay, y'all need to know what that song is about. Hey, so, that is so awesome. I yeah. can't wait to tell my son I'm going to act like I've always known Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You know, Except I will th- bust you and say, June's, <laughs> June's daddy is not telling the truth. He's going to get coal in his stocking. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the theme. Right. Okay. Do you are do you have any, like, um, what are you the most excited about? You and, you and Tiff are going to be, like you were last year, you're going to be up on the courthouse steps. Right. right? And you're going to have a booth. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have live streaming. So if people right. cannot go right. to the parade, they can watch it live streaming on their computer. Yeah, we yeah. want them to be able to experience it like they're there. And right. so we'll be um, just come doing the commentary right. letting them know what's going on uh if you have gaps you know we got the train so we want to uh, make sure they uh, are entertained during those gaps and learning a little bit about more about athens and some things like that we're just gonna have a good time yeah yeah well see every year and like i said don't be a hater that i'm not going to be there i always try to don't you be shaking your head at me either listen to me I want you to know what... I think you should be able to go back and watch it, though, because it's live stream, and I think it'll be on the Facebook page, so you'll be able to go back and okay, watch so, it. Okay, so it's, it's going to be on Facebook Live and then recorded so I can go back and watch it? Is that what you're saying? I believe so. I believe okay. that's what happened last year, so I think it should repeat this well, year. Well, if I may be completely bratacious, I think you ought to be proactive and make sure that it happens, son. Just hey, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll check <laughs> on it and make sure you're... Taking well, taken well care taken of, care of, so that you don't miss this. You can't miss. I it. know. Well, you know what I usually do, as someone who delivers Athens now, mm-hmm. or did always for years. Now I have help. Deegan helps me, but you know what I had to learn how to do? What was that? I had to learn how to deliver Athens now on that same Thursday, without mm-hmm. running into any floats. And oh wow! It, and as a result of that. I'm telling you, I know every back alley in this town. <laughs> I know every one-way street. I know every place that you have to wait until a certain point. So you know and how to slide, get around. Oh, yeah. Slide your bundle of papers in and get back out before, you know, a, a marching band goes by. Oh, yes. Right. I have right. done that for years now, my friends. So do not question hey. my commitment to the Christmas parade, buddy. Hey, I, I'm not questioning Oh, I know I'm you're not. I'm not questioning I am just messing with you. I know if you can't be there, you can't. You really yeah, can't I really can't be there. I really yeah. will be in another state, and I really will be getting some information that is going to be life changing and helping people come into their best self. So, yeah. so I'll I'll come home loaded for bear, and um, I will absolutely do my very best. If the session is over by the time the um, parade starts, I will watch it right there live. And if not, we'll just pick it up later through the marvels of modern tech. Right. Yep. You know, we're so blessed. I think we take it for granted. Like, my daughter, she's uh, in college mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Right. 
and I think now she's starting to realize, you know, she couldn't wait to, to get to away. get out. Mm-hmm. And now she, she realizes what she has back here. So she, mm-hmm. she can't wait to get back. She was here for the holidays. She can't wait to get back for Christmas and experience the Christmas parade and all mm-hmm. of those type things that you don't just, you don't get this everywhere. No, you know? no. You don't. And so, um, I mean, we're we're blessed to be in a community where we can come together and um, as as a family. And it's just it just feels like it feels like home. It feels like family. Uh, at the last event, uh, Christmas Open House, there was a family from I think they were from Washington D.C. that just moved to Athens, mm-hmm. and they couldn't believe it. They were blown away. Uh, about just being able to come together and mm-hmm. hear those Christmas songs on the courthouse square. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, what a were, scandal. They yeah. were blown away by yeah. that, you know. Well, Mayor Ronnie told me about something this morning that's comparable to that. You know, this whole thing of really endeavoring to not take Athens for granted and to to grow well and mm-hmm. to grow with preparation but to not lose that amazing flavor, you know, that we're, that vibe, if you will, that we're talking about. Right. Mayor Ronnie told me about, and, and he experienced this himself. We always have the Athens High School pep rally to kick off football season. Right. right? And we have a parade and it goes around the square. Yeah. Right. Okay. There was a guy, and you and I have talked about this, that there are people who are coming to Athens and they don't even exactly know why they're coming to Athens. They just know that they're supposed right. to be here. Yeah, exactly. This, this sounds like it was one of those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Well, the pep rally was going on, and he asked, what is this? And so, you know, here's, here's the town standing out in the afternoon sun, kicking off football season. They're saying it's the pep rally to kick off football season. And he said, you're kidding. <laughs> and they were like, No. And it was the pep rally and the fact that we could join each other right. and root and holler and be in the public square right. like old time towns always used to. Mm-hmm. That guy chose to buy a house here. Really? Yeah. Because wow. because of that very flavor, that vibe, that that hometown feeling that that is really quite remarkably close and Mm -hmm. i i agree with you i i want to say thanks all the time you know i think sometimes folk like me um appreciate what we have here more Mm -hmm. because i know what it's like to not have it right you know and when you grow up in it you just that's your normal and you don't realize that other folks just do not have those kinds of liberties here in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Mm-hmm. Not every town is going to let you sing about the birth of our Savior, you right. know, because it's too offensive or controversial. Exactly. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Okay, we're going to take another quick break, and then when we come back, I want you to tell folk about the um, coat drive, okay? Okay. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. I'm Allie Turner. We'll be back in just a jiff. and Earl Pitts American. Listen to me every weekday morning, 7.15 with Ken Fox on the greatest hits, the Big 1080. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens-Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. 
A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and we're going to finish off this particular edition of the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show with Jerome Malone, mm-hmm. talking about what Oasis is doing to help folks in need in the wintertime. All right, so we're going to be doing our Let's Get Cozy Winter Coat Drive and Hot Chocolate giveaway. All right? So this is going to take place on December the 18th from 10 to 2 at the Oasis Center. Uh, and that's 1609 South Hind Street here in Athens. So that's a week before Christmas. It's on a Saturday. A week before week Christmas. Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. We've been collecting coats for the past few um, months. Okay. And so we have several coats uh, that we're going to be giving away to just anybody who needs it. So we want everybody to come out who needs a coat. And it's also it's in memory of Jess Bates, a young man who um, passed away, uh, lost his battle um, with addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his mother wanted to do something to... Um, Honor him honor and him. remember him. Yeah, mm-hmm. something positive for the community. And so they, she partnered with Lori Masania mm-hmm. with Ride With Me uh, Ministries mm-hmm. and Oasis. And so we all uh, jumped in there together to put this coat drive on to just be a blessing to people in the community that need a coat. So if you know anybody, um, Or if you out, are somebody. Or you are somebody free of charge. We're not asking any questions. Come through. Get you some hot chocolate. Get you a coat. Um, listen to some Christmas music. And let's just... Have a good time. Yes, and sir. Just be a blessing to our community on that day. And again, that's uh, December the 18th from 10 to 2. And would you please give us the address for Oasis? It's 1609 South Hind Street, Athens, Alabama, 35611. So if you are going on 72, you turn south on Hind and you go down about half a block. It's on your left. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a happening place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's something I really want to emphasize, and I know that this is Jerome's heart as well. There's no shame in needing a coat. There's oh, no, no shame in being in a place of need. Now, right. So don't be, don't let your pride stand in the way of staying warm, okay? Right. Yeah. Capiche? All right. So this is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. Jerome, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next week. All right. You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.